Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio, and you're listening to Talking Codswalla Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from Calling the Shots. Hey, this is Steve from Calling the Shots. Hey, what's up? It's Mike from the Pizza Beer Revolution Podcast. Hi, this is uh, Derek D from PBR Podcast and DerekD.com, of course. And you are listening to Talking Codswallop. Talking Codswallop. How you guys doing? This is great. This is the POTUS. It's President of the United States, Donald. You're looking to wild up the swelling. That's what you're listening to. It's great. I got to tell you, the swallop of the wall is great. I love walls. And the cod wallop, it's swallop. Fantastic. You're listening to it. Wallops, cods. Fish, walls, swallows. this week's Talking Codswallop. I'm Gemma. I'm Jamie. And I'm Owen. Well, you weren't expecting those voices or names, were you? Where is Andy and James this week, I hear you ask? Well, James needed... James is... Blah. James's clone needed rebooting again, and as I... T- uh, oh my goodness, you'd think that I'd actually prepared this, wouldn't you? <laughs> as it'll be flawless when you hear the edit. <laughs> um, yes, because Andy is our IT guru, he is very, very kindly sitting there and watching James while he's rebooting. So... <laughs> I got there in the end. <laughs> so, um, obviously, none of that's true. And uh, But Jamie and Owen are here today, so that's a lot of fun. Hello, guys. Hello. Evening. <laughs> How are you both? I'm good, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Yeah, I'm well. I'm a little chilly, but I'm in Manchester, so... It's always chilly in Manchester. Yes, it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought you were in Wales. Why did I think you were in Wales? I'm from Wales, but I uh, I go to work in Manchester. So Ah, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, he's got a bit of a Welsh accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of, proud of it as well. Good. Good for you. <laughs> I do love, I have to say, I do love the Welsh accent, but you probably know that because I don't, I'm not shy about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in Wales. I love the Welsh accent. It is a beautiful accent. Yeah. It's just the way it goes up and down, like you're singing while you're speaking. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The way the Welsh describe everything good as tidy. It is tidy. <laughs> Do you get really pissed off when people say boil to you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 the the official phrase is but alright but yeah like but <laughs> we do not say boil no I know you don't no it's like a very stereotypical thing isn't it it's only Max Boyce says boil yep yep exactly well I was going to jump into to, uh, codswallop has either of you got any codswallop this week I do yes okay good go for it then Owen and I hope you don't mind I'm going to swear is that alright oh swear as much as you fucking like <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'd I'll rather wanna... not the C word though if that's okay but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, you... I know your reversion <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about bastards with umbrellas okay now 
None of us have met, so you don't really know how tall I am. But I'm, I'm six foot seven and a half. Oh my goodness! So I'm I'm lanky. Okay, and again, the half is important. Everybody, hey, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> M- Michael Jordan is six foot seven. I'm six foot seven and a half. Oh wow! That means I'm half an inch better than Michael Jordan at basketball. I think that's how it works. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> anyway, so at my height. With you normal-sized people, you got your umbrellas. You poke me in the face so often, it just gets annoying. Yes, I can imagine it does. I'll be walking down the street, and you can't even see my head because you're underneath an umbrella, and you're just poking me in the face. And it's one of the bugbears of a tall person's life that you short people do not understand. <laughs> do you know, it's really odd because I've never been referred to as short before. I'm five five eleven, and you know, normally I'm the tallest person. Well, not the tallest person, but I am one of the tall people, sort of thing. But yeah, it is quite bizarre to actually be referred to as a short person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone does it. Everyone does it with umbrellas. And in Manchester, it rains a hell of a lot. Yeah. So four out of five days, it's raining, and I'm getting hit in the face with umbrellas, left, right, and centre. <laughs> what a life lead. It's it, it's just so annoying. <laughs> I can't say anything about it. I can't, you know, turn around and swear at people because I'm not that kind of guy, but I need to vent somehow. Yes, and this is the platform to do it. <laughs> it's the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Or what? What would you say to those people then, if you could, if you had the opportunity? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know what you should do is you just should smash <laughs> their umbrella. You know, use your hand because your hand is obviously probably just about high enough, or just take the umbrella off them. <laughs> yeah, hold it above, hold it above my head so they can't even reach it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I, I I don't use umbrellas myself. I've just got a normal raincoat with a hood. Yeah, that's the way. It should be. Yeah. Well, I haven't even got a. I haven't even got an umbrella or a coat. I am a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate like because I'm I do majority of the time I'm sort of driving all the time, but I hate wearing coats when driving because I feel all bulky. So I end up sort of leaving it in the car, and then it's left in the car, <laughs> and then when it's raining, I'm like, oh, at least my coat's nice and dry in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up just, uh, you know, it all goes, uh, it all goes wrong. So in the end, I just decided I'm just not going to bother having a coat. <laughs> but you live, you live on the south coast. It still rains. Always sunny. No, <laughs> don't believe everything you see on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's the English Riviera, isn't it? It's the Jurassic Coast, definitely. But yeah, yeah. I just get this image of you getting back in the car, soaking wet, and looking at your coat as if to go. This face of regret. I should have warned you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I definitely had that. Like I said, I I literally don't own a coat now, so it's just it's just became an op- It became something that was like completely obsolete in my life, you know, because I just kept leaving it in the car. So um, yeah, but yes, I did look at it and with sad face mascara all running down my face you know <laughs> <laughs> is that from the rain or tears because you felt with that much regret <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mixture of both actually <laughs> <laughs> so okay so good one the umbrellas i think in general umbrellas should go in there anyway yeah but yeah although i have got a hat umbrella um that's quite fun and it's so have i but the wife won't let me wear it <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not really allowed to wear it either, and it messes up my hair. I'm not really a girly girl, but it kind of messes up my hair in the sense that it like it literally is so tight to my head, but then my hair kind of folds over it, but not out of it. If that makes sense. So if I if I go to get out the drawer, the watch just looks at me holding her wedding ring like it's coming off. It's going in. The <laughs> <laughs> the thing about those hat umbrellas, though, is they're, they're on your head. So they don't extend out like those massive golf umbrellas that extend out like a metre and a half either side of you. So hat umbrellas, I'm happy with. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Just wear them. The golf umbrella in public, then you are a twat anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, that one is definitely going in. <laughs> Jamie, what's your cods all up this week? Well, after two days ago. My my codswallop is a uh, oh no it was yesterday see I work nights I lose track of days, um my codswallop is bus drivers okay because they're assholes yes <laughs> no more needs to be said <laughs> I, I won't tell the full story but basically the driver was dickhead um well I was coming home from work early in the morning about ten o'clock because I had to go to a meeting um the driver decides to go completely off the route about 10 minutes off the route and then to turn around and go buses out of service and kicking you all off oh yeah so then had to walk back to the bus route to then get on another bus we need to say well i got kicked off the bus here's my ticket and he went no you gotta pay again no way (laughs) not a single time did i get an explanation i only knew i was getting off the last bus because another passenger came upstairs and told us and that got i was like oh I was like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so being the British man I am, I sent a very stern email to West Midlands Travel. <laughs> Dear sirs. <laughs> Do you teach your drivers customer service? Ah, oh, God. <laughs> oh, <fucking bus> <laughs> this is why I cycle home every day. The one day I had to get a bus and this happens. Fucking fuck. <laughs> but at least you have some cod swallop. So, you know. Yeah, yeah it worked quite well, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite often what I think actually nowadays like when strange things happen or whatever or something really annoys me I just think brilliant material for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> my cold swallop was going to be about Andy and James from last week last week's episode but this this blew it out of the water okay well you're welcome to have two it's not a problem last week's episode Gemma, you dropped one of the greatest jokes I've ever heard in my life and it got no reaction and I wasn't happy. <laughs> what was the joke that I said? I believe it was Andy said he was watching a programme called Impulse and you came up with a great line of, is it a programme about body spray? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was tumbleweeds was quite... and I was like, that was an incredible joke. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if I was wearing a hat, I would have tipped it. I was like, that is a wonderful joke. <laughs> The trouble is, I think James and Andy may be too manly to understand that impulses are a lady's deodorant. Yes. Or they're just too used to me. That's probably more than likely what it is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, though. But um, I did did enjoy that one. especially yeah quite often though i do miss i miss their jokes and stuff like that as well though but as you can tell from this i'm I'm quite a giggly person anyway so i kind of insert the laughter where i should anyway so (laughs) (laughs) well it's actually funny that you bring up my co-hosts because one of them is my codswallop this week (laughs) (laughs) 
Great, great segue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why you've replaced them this week. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my phone is now ringing. So that's probably being picked <laughs> up on the audio. So that's good news. Yeah, so James and I had to do a little bit of re-recording because um, something happened with the audio. So we just had to re-record it. And um, yeah, basically... As we were chatting away, I happened to reference, um, you know, the episode that I did with Alex from Thorskin or Thorskin podcast. I was going to say, you have to say, be very careful when you pronounce that, but yes, yeah. my, my glorious leader, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, well, I thought that was me. Hold on. Oh, you're both. Oh. You're both my leaders. Okay, that's fine. Well, he, he announced to me, went, oh, I don't think I ever heard that episode. And I was like, so he doesn't even listen to our podcast. <laughs> so I'm saying this now because I'm half expecting him not to listen to this episode. So James, if you do listen to this episode, I'd like you to bring it up on our future episodes that we record together, please. <laughs> this is my test. <laughs> I like that. That's a good test. Yeah. <laughs> to think of a forfeit if he doesn't that you just get the surprise in which yeah i'm sure me and andy can work that out it's not because i know andy listens so <laughs> do both of you listen to the ramble no yes i do yes you do okay <clears throat> yeah because you're on the ralph report as well aren't you i am indeed yeah yeah forced forced out general oh me too <laughs> and um yeah, so, yeah, James refuses to listen to that podcast, even though it's really great and everything. But, yeah, now I found out that he doesn't even bother to listen to ours, so how rude is that? <laughs> I'd understand not listening to it normally, because he's been there, he's sat through it, he's recorded it, but once he's not on, come on, James, sort your life out, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> is that the idea behind me getting me and Jamie on today, is uh, a little bit of an audition, maybe? <laughs> It is about time, maybe, that we have to change the clone. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many times have we dusted off a new clone for uh, for uh, uh, for James? Yeah. Nearly fooled up. <laughs> just, just, just like the fire under him a little bit. Get him feel a bit hot in his seat. Yeah. See if he's uh, if he's got the desire still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. All deep down, though, I couldn't get rid of James. He's a part of the family now. But you know, be warned, James. I've got two very good candidates here. <laughs> <laughs> we might become, we might go from a Morris Minor to a uh, four-wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> and my other codswallop this week, I'm assuming not, but do either of you watch Neighbours? Uh, no. <laughs> not since I was about 18. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, first of all, Jamie, thank you for the sassiness there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I now have got the version of the theme song that I used to sing when I was a kid in my head. <laughs> Give them and taste the flavours. <laughs> Please feel free to sing it for, in full. <laughs> okay, I'll do enough singing on my own podcast. I can't do it Well, at the moment, anyway, I, I kind of watch it sort of on and off. Um, but... You know, I'm kind of not really that fussed about it anymore, but it's on, it's on, you know. Um, and Denise Van Elton is currently on there. Really? Yeah, she is. And my God, she is the worst actress in the world. It's like when she's talking, she's like, I'm talking like I've reading the script right now. There's no feeling 
in my voice and my face looks so plastic it can barely move (laughs) i think i might have to try and find an audio clip if i can i'll put it in somewhere but i will probably hear but yeah it is absolutely awful I've never seen such bad acting in my life. I'm trying to think what I know her from. I know Denise Van and everyone does, but I can't literally think of a single thing that she's been on. Did you ever watch Big Breakfast? That's where I know her from. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she's all... Oh, has somebody got a helicopter or something in their room? <laughs> and that's my private jet coming to collect me ready for work in a bit. Oh, okay. No problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so she is absolutely all for it. Um, acting i don't know what they were thinking but hopefully the character's leaving soon so we don't have to watch it anymore but you know still it's like oh i i really need to like uh, like i said i need to find a bit of audio and put it in just so that you can get the real feel of what it what she's actually like in it is it is so terrible isn't that program australian yes is she australian no she's Oh no no. No, she's um she's very much from London in this um in this program. She's come all the way from London to pick up her Australian daughter to take her home, which it sounds like she's actually part of a cult. But anyway <laughs> after that I think they should just hire you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I said to my mum the other day, I was like, I could do a much better job than that. <laughs> I'll be there with my talking Coswell t-shirt on. <laughs> Punch stickers up all around Ramsey Street. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would definitely do that. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my that's the end of my Coswell this week. Well, I can't I think... say I expected anyone's Coswell to be Denise Van Aten. So there we go. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things that has been really, really frustrating. And it's been getting on my last nerve the last few weeks. So I thought eventually I have to bring it up. Um, I keep, I keep forgetting that you two, you two, um, don't really do podcasting. I know you do, Jamie, but I keep thinking like, oh, there's, uh, dead air there. Oh, oh, maybe it's because I need to actually speak to encourage the next conversation. <laughs> <laughs> We're letting our glorious leader run her own show. I know. I, I'm so used to not being able to get a word in edgeways because of what Andy's saying. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, um, other reasons that I wanted to bring you guys on was because I wanted Jamie to discuss about your podcast as well, so you could do a bit of promoting of that. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and um, also Owen, um, to discuss your Pirate Cats comic, which yes. I read last night, by the way. Oh, excellent. Yes. So I got well, I got the downloaded uh, version. Is it? It's ten pages. Is that correct? Ah, uh, that's just the the teaser. Yeah, the teaser. So yeah, I am kind of yeah. sat at the edge of my seat now because I want to know what happens next. <laughs> so I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to purchase that, but maybe you can tell us in a bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So which of you would like to go first? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. This is audio. We can't say the full Audio. <laughs> oh, you spoiled the illusion now. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Owen can go first, as you were just discussing his thing anyway. Well, thank you, Jamie. Very kind. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, The Pirate Cats. Um, it's a comic book. It is. It's, it's an idea that I had probably the best part of 15 years ago now, sat in 
in work chatting to my mates and I did nothing at all with it. And then I, I spent seven months traveling around Canada and America and I thought, I'm going to write a comic book. And this is what I came up with. It is the story of three kittens, yep. J, T, and Z, and their quest to become fully-fledged pirate cats. So I've, I've kick-started two issues. Yeah, and you, you did really well on those as well, didn't you? You got, yeah, you got all of the rinsed. funding you needed. Yeah, yeah. It was touch and go at times, but, you know, we saw it through to the end. Uh, and we are in the process of creating the what's known as a trade paperback. Okay. So instead of doing more single issues, we're doing it all in one go. So come February, possibly into March, we're going to be doing another Kickstarter, trying to raise probably two and a half, three thousand pounds to get the entire trade comic book printed. Oh, brilliant. And that's the plan. Yeah. That, that's pretty much where it is. Um, it, it's an all-ages comic. I, I wrote it because I've got lots of cousins and what have you who struggle with confidence. And I wanted to sort of show them that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you start in life. If you believe in yourself and you put a bit of an effort in, you can achieve anything. And, and that was the real driver behind the actual comic itself. Oh, that's fantastic. It's, it's really it's really fun to actually hear the, well, first of all, the reasons why people do stuff, but also like the ideas behind it, you know. And, and who also did the drawing? Is that yourself or? Uh, no, unfortunately, I have absolutely zero talent when it comes to art. Okay. <laughs> so for the first two issues, it was a, um, a chap I met on Facebook. Uh, called Andrew Pauly. Uh, he has his own comic books and everything, but I basically paid him to design the characters with my input and to draw and do all the inking and the lettering on the first two issues. Uh, unfortunately, Andrew's had to sort of drop out of the process, so I've now got uh, another uh, comic book creator called uh, uh, Brian Currenton, okay. who is in the States. And she is currently, uh, she started about a week ago, drawing the first few pages. Oh, wow. It's it's really cool, isn't it? It's, it's like you can almost say it's an international comic now. Oh, it is. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, for the first two issues, I sent copies to Canada, America. Uh, I went. I had two to Australia. No, one to Australia. Uh, a couple to Germany. So it is absolutely international, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for, for, for me, grew up in the South Wales Valleys, not expecting to do a great deal with my life. All of a sudden, I've got a comic book that I'm posting all around the world. It's fantastic. It is. That's absolutely amazing. It's, you know, that's astounding, really. Um, and where can people find out the sort of information and where can they actually purchase it? Because that is the next question, because uh, I'm like, well, I need to know. I need to know if if the house is on fire because I've got to a point where they're on f their their islands on fire and I can't I can't get any further. Spoilers! <laughs> I haven't read it. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> well, the easiest way to get hold of me is uh, either on Facebook, uh, which I'm uh, the Pirate Kittens on Facebook. Okay. Or Twitter, when I'm at the Pirate Cats. Ah. Uh, I, I do have a website, which is thepiratecats.com, uh, but I haven't updated it yet, and that is totally down to me. Ugh. Just <laughs> things getting in the way, you know, not having the time or the energy after work to sit down and 
to all the various gubbins on the computer to actually update the website. Yeah, life definitely happens, doesn't it? So yeah, it gets in the way. Oh, you if you are anywhere in the Manchester area, there is a comic book store called the Comic Den in Oldham. And it is the physical copies are on sale there. Ah, awesome! And that's 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 run by a couple of very good friends of mine, uh, Dennis Whittle and uh, Mike Chandler. They're both very good friends of mine. So it's on. It's actually on sale in an actual comic book store. Ah, oh, that that is awesome. How how far away is Manchester from Birmingham? As I'm going to be there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. About an hour and a half on the train. Oh, okay. Also, oh, it's probably about an hour and a half in the car as well. I'll be driving yeah. up. So um. Yeah, because I'm that crazy. Oh, sure. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sort of going to London this weekend, so if if we can sort of meet in the middle, I can throw out the window of the train oh. and you can catch it. Yeah, I'll catch it on the motorway as it's um, flying through. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very safe. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just stick a sticker on it, and uh, stick a stamp on it, and pop it in the mail to me. <laughs> but. But that's not fun. It isn't fun. You're right. Got to have some excitement in your life. I can't sit behind a desk all day and not do something exciting in the evening. (laughs) That's a very good point. I did actually sit there at work today and I was like, oh my God. Some days I just think, oh, my life is so boring. (laughs) (laughs) My outside of my podcast life, you know, because on this, I, you know, I can sort of, you know, enjoy myself and be free sort of thing. But yeah, at work, you obviously have to have a bit of... uh, professionalism <laughs> which sadly i try to do profession at work it doesn't always happen <laughs> no <laughs> no i mean i'm still cheeky i still like to um tease uh, you know especially like the directors i i look at their faces first to see if they've got a face of thunder and then leave them alone if they have but yeah if they uh if they are sort of in a joyful kind of mood I like to take him down a peg or two, you know. The amount of times I go to make jokes, I'm like, no, Jamie, you're at work. <laughs> not, yes. Let's not put your sense yeah. of humor out there. <laughs> people people don't know need to know my internal monologue. They just don't need to know it. No. It is it is definitely NSFW. Just to say if after this week my inner monologue is mostly just that word Gemma hates on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> that instead that and blowing my nose <laughs> which i'm not sure if andy's noticed yet that i actually put in blowing his nose on the audio <laughs> just a little punishment for myself there i was just gonna say owen i just looked on the facebook page because i was in i just want to see what it looked like and the art is amazing yeah it is yeah it's 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 absolutely fantastic that when i especially when... like mctavish that looks amazing oh yes yeah He's actually based on uh, a cat of mine that ran away a few years ago called Johnny Cash. Aww. And uh, the the captain, Horatio, is based on my cat, Ernie. Aww. So you're a big... Obviously, you've got to be a big cat fan. Oh, absolutely. If if you ever base the character off my cat, can you please make sure it walks the plank? (laughs) (laughs) These these are nice nice pirates. (laughs) Well, some of them are nice. There are there are baddies in there. <laughs> Spoilers. We haven't got that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's good to know. But you, yeah, we have you know, you've got to have the baddies as well, haven't you? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And then Jamie may be able to use one of the baddies when he's um recording his next podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good, this is an amazing segue. <laughs> 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 it's, it's like it's like a professional's 
talking, you know. <laughs> I mean, the three of us are like professionals. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just not a podcaster. <laughs> well, for me. <laughs> I just laugh and hope that people like it. <laughs> so, Jamie. Well, um, yeah, it's quite a new adventure for us. Um, we've just finished recording episode 11, but obviously that's not what's out yet. I believe it's episode 9 that comes out this week. Um. My podcast is called Superhero Bar Fight. Um, working with the guys over at Thorskin Podcast. Um, it's basically a weekly show. It's about 20 minutes long, roughly. And me and my buddy Tom, we literally, we pick a character each. One's a good guy, one's a bad guy. We discuss who would win in a bar fight. It's not quite as thought-provoking and as inspiring as a, your comic, but, you know, it's it's good fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? Because you're not really, you know, you're kind of underselling it a bit because it is, like, it is such a funny podcast because I do listen every time it drops. So much fun with it. My mate Tom, he's, yeah. oh, the man's voice is incredible. Like, all the voiceover stuff you hear at the start and everything, that's all Tom. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, which of you was that. It's all Tom. <laughs> His voice is just amazing. Like every week we'll record an episode. And like I'll send you the um the previously bit stick on the start. I was like, okay. And then he sends it me, and every time I'm pissing myself laughing. <laughs> the one covering the Hermione versus Magneto episode, I, I I could not stop laughing. Yeah, that's your your recent one, isn't it? The one that's just dropped. Yeah. And Hermione decided to fuck off. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely dying. But no, I've, I've loved podcasting. Years ago, I had my own podcast um, called My Favourite Things. And it, I loved the concept behind it. But one, booking guests is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Not meaning you two, but yes, I know. <laughs> and um, it just, yeah, it was, my laptop was a piece of shit. So it was like, I'd be listening to it and all of a sudden the audio would cut out. And I was like, for God's sake. <laughs> and, and I was doing it on my own. It's, it's not as fun when you're on your own. No, it's like, you know, I've obviously referenced it many times before. But yeah, I started this one on my own initially just having like different guests every every week and like you said it is it is so hard when you rely on that it is yeah. so hard to get um guests every week because you know you find yourself um sometimes double booking someone and then you're like oh my god i've now got to upset somebody you know and it's like oh my god I did, yeah i didn't mean to do it you know but I, I loved doing it though, but I ended up dropping it because like just just too much hassle. I was upsetting myself over it too much, as daft as that sounds. And uh, not really. But like that passion was always there. I like always wanted to do it. And then when I went to Hollywood Babylon earlier in the year, I met Alex from Thorskin. Yep. And we were just chatting, started listening to their show and whatnot. And um, he put a post up and he was like, "I really want to bring back this old segment we used to do. Is anyone interested in podcasting?" And then former guest of your show and, you know, the messiah of UK podcasting, Ben Gummery, got involved. I was like, yes, Jamie, mm. this guy's looking for a podcast. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I messaged Alex and he gave me a call and he was like, right, this is what I want. The rest, you do it. So it's nothing like the show they originally came out with. But by God, I love it so much. Yeah, it is. It is um, really funny. And like, sometimes you think, oh, it's only 20 minutes. But, you know, it's like a fun filled packed 20 minutes so out of that 20 minutes i think about five of it is spent discussing the fight <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> because you know superhero podcast is sponsored by digression as we like to say because we just go off on tangents half the time <laughs> I, I know digression he's a good lad 
He is, yeah. He sponsors our show, yeah. Yeah, Dai's Di, uh, a good one. <laughs> I think I might have to make a little character now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dai Grishan, I am. <laughs> and you're voicing the character, so. <laughs> It's a tidy conversation, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I love it so much. <laughs> we have great fun. Like, so much singing on it is... Yeah. I was going to say, you've already told me you want me to do a, an Enrique Iglesias karaoke in Birmingham this weekend. <laughs> yes. I just think that would be really funny to um, just to go and find a karaoke bar and, uh, you know, just... Just you know, sing well, sing um, also Foo Fighters Hero. As yeah, well. so that's the problem. We've just recorded episode eleven, and we're already struggling for songs with Hero in the title. Now we're just going to start rehashing them. I think that's all right. I think it's okay to bring it back. You could go. Don't call it a comeback. It's not a bad idea. And yeah, I just did do the hand gestures for no reason <laughs> because I'm that cool. How do you, um, because oh, obviously, you know, you're within the Thorskin podcast, and it is so hard to say that without sounding like it's supposed to sound. <laughs> so basically, people have got to, uh, well, people, if they want to go and listen, um, just subscribe to the Thorskin podcast. Yep. Subscribe, subscribe to <laughs> Thor's, Thor's Kin. Um, and listen to their show as well, obviously, because, you know, Alex and the, Alex and the boys are great fun. <laughs> Jeff dropped some amazing episodes of Eric Fluger. The guy did the artwork for um, a lot of the artwork for Hollywood Babylon, their colouring book. Yes. The man's brain when it comes to Star Wars. Oh, it sounds weird to say you want to kiss a man's brain, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to those episodes yet because I haven't had... Uh, well, I haven't had a long journey yet, so obviously that will be something that I listen to when I'm uh, travelling up to Birmingham. So Yeah, yeah. Well, I absolutely love it. But as I touched on Ben Gummery a minute ago. Yeah. I think yeah. we need to bring up you and him talking about me in that podcast movie he made. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go on to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because, um, Owen, I don't know if you know, but we are amongst the famous right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've heard about Ben's movie, but I haven't seen it okay. yet. Okay, well, it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's called one mic, uh, one mic, one uh, one voice, one mic, isn't it? I always yeah. get that the wrong way around myself. Don't worry. I yeah, I do too. Um, but yes, and Jamie was a guest star on this uh, on this documentary. How did you get involved in all of that? Um, I started talking to Ben. A few years ago now, through the uh, World of Kevin Smith group on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and obviously he started making his movie, put a post up, and he's like, I'm looking for people to um, give us footage for the movie, other podcasters, podcast fans, whatever. So I sent him a message and I was like, mate, I'll do anything to give you a hand. Obviously, I used to be a podcaster. I'm a massive podcast fan. Whatever you want, just let me know. So he sent me this very professionally made like PDF files, like, I... I require this in this setting, in this background. I'd like these topics covered. I was like, this man's a professional. I like this. So he <laughs> probably doesn't realise what he's going to get when he asks it from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I basically waited for the wife to be out of the house one day because, you know, I get very shy doing these things. Set up my phone and just recorded and just answered all of his questions. And by the time I'd finished it, I was like, wow, Jamie, you can waffle on talking to yourself in a camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though it really is and he used quite a lot of your footage as well didn't he to me he was like i've used quite a lot of your footage I was like really he's like i was like i'm not even a podcast he was like yeah no but i liked what you said and he was like and after he had his first screen and he was like this isn't a funny film but the, there is a one laugh in this film and it's from something you said and i was like 
what the hell did I say? I genuinely could not remember what I said because I'd recorded it ages before he released it. And then I watched it back. And then it all came flooding back to me. <laughs> and what was that line, Jamie? <laughs> I believe it was along the lines of, you can have a podcast about anything. Star Wars, movies, wiping your own ass, <laughs> <laughs> Wiping bums, I think you actually was said. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Then, there's, then I have the knowledge of a whole cinema full of people watch me say, wiping your own ass podcast on a big screen. <laughs> Do you know, in some ways, it's a shame you weren't there. To like hear the reaction of somebody saying that. I just got up and started bowing to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I would have totally done the same. Yeah, I have to have a word with uh, with uh, Ben though. So the next recording, there was far too much men, far too many men. I think a female podcaster needs to be on the next one. What do you think? Oh yeah, <laughs> I can think of one or two I'd include. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope I'm one. <laughs> got your opportunity to shine with uh, Kev heads yes. coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheap plug for you there, Ben. But no, it was great. I, I I was not expecting to see myself in it so yeah. much. I was just sat there watching it with a wife, and I was like, this is amazing but so cringy yeah i think no i think it is really well put together and everything that everybody said was relevant to podcasting you know like you said that obviously you were more like a fan but it was quite fun to actually hear from a fan's point of view yeah what you get out of podcasting yeah and i thought for that perspective that i was a podcaster at one point don't get me wrong i was far from a like a popular or known podcaster but you know i had good yeah. fun doing it and, you know, that experience there, which is what it's about, because, you know, none of us are professionals when we start out or anything. You get these people with, you know, all their sponsors and whatnot nowadays. But let's be honest, for most of the podcast, people sit there with their mates. Of yeah, a exactly. I know that's what we do. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm the same way with the comic. Uh, I, I never expected anybody to really read it properly and get involved in it. But I, I did it purely for myself. Yep. Purely to sort of get get my own creative juices flowing, if you pardon the phrase. You know, that is, yeah. it's it's about pardon the it's it's about pleasing yourself. Yeah, definitely. Which I'm very good at. <laughs> <laughs> so please yourself. You know, I, <laughs> go right ahead. Please yourself. I definitely took that in the way that I hope it was intended. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes it's good to just have that creative freedom. It's like with Barfight. I look at the numbers, and you know, it's only forty some fifty listeners. But you know, I don't care. I don't as long as people are enjoying it, and I get this creative freedom. I I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what you do it for, isn't it? You do it to, as you say to pleasure yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And if anyone wants to observe me pleasuring myself, then that's great. <laughs> he records with candles and live. <laughs> I always think of like the, say, 40 or 50 people as double that because, you know, I count them in earlobes. <laughs> that's great. I like that. Yeah. So we got that's thousands. Brilliant. <laughs> we haven't got thousands but you know still i won't i won't keep that bit in though because you know we have to uh you know keep a reality <laughs> one people think we're so fantastic that uh they need to come swarming over to us <laughs> or swimming over to us <laughs> like soddy tadpoles <laughs> Uh, yeah you were both raving about that yesterday in the message weren't you the name salty tadpoles yeah it's absolute quality yeah it it is quality (laughs) it's like perfect for our perfect for us as well because we're salty tadpoles as well you know it's not it's not just uh you guys obviously it's uh 
all of us are so yeah we're all stuck in some massive pond somewhere <laughs> yeah swimming around together in some gelatinous blob <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where I was going with that for a second. But, but it sounded, it sounded ble- uh, beautiful. <laughs> it's one hell of a metaphor. It was. You can, you can tell I'm a writer. Yes. <laughs> I, think, I think that might be... I, I don't know that I can say... Oh, this is going to be a Gemma doesn't fuck up. <laughs> Can't edit it. <laughs> no, I won't. I don't ever edit out my um, Gemma does fucks up. <laughs> but it's a uh, gel- gelatinous. Gelatinous. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I've forgotten what the second word was, but you know what? I'm going to be editing this anyway. But um, yeah, I think <laughs> that might be uh, an episode title. You never know. <laughs> gel- gelatinous blob. <laughs> 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 what an episode title, though. <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> um, another thing that I actually asked you both as well, because I don't get the opportunity to talk about music very often. It's only because it just doesn't come up. But I said to you both, to come to the show with uh, three of your favourite either bands or music artists. And I just wondered if you wanted to share. I will happily share. Okay, Jamie, you can go first. Should we go from three to one? Let's do yeah. it, um, in number three, um, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're more of a prog band from um, Cambridge. The singer is from, they're called Porcupine Tree. Yes, I've heard of them. Yep, I know them. I've seen them live at least twice, yes. I think. Oh, wonderful. I absolutely love Porcupine oh. Tree. Um, Obviously, Stephen Wilson's done his own solo stuff and whatnot, but I do like that. But for me, it's Porcupine Tree. I absolutely love them. I've seen them live a few times myself. But considering the other sort of music I listen to, it's very different. But I absolutely love it. It's just so relaxing and lovely. Especially when you're stressful at work. It's like, let's put on some Porcupine Tree and just chill out. Yeah. I think I saw them headlining with Nine Inch Nails one year, possibly. Not headlining, sorry, supporting. I don't. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just, yeah. I, I expect you to jump into my memory and like work it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't quite developed that power yet. <laughs> so should we all do our threes and then um, go back in the circle and do two and one? Sounds good. Yeah. Well, my my third choice is a, another british band who are sadly uh, about to split up they're called the lounge kittens oh well i've never i've never actually heard of them but sad that they're about to split up all women that sing like lounge music cover songs yes yes i know of them yes yeah they're they're three young ladies from uh london got together at southampton university and to tie back in with my comic they are the inspiration behind the kittens themselves Ah, awesome. So each, each of the kittens has got a specific colour, and that matches the colour of the uh, the actual lounge kittens here themselves. Uh, so basically what they do is they take rock songs and pop songs, and they turn it on its head completely. So you've got Marilyn Manson, uh, Slipknot, they do Rammstein, Prodigy, Usher, all sorts of different versions of different songs. Just the three of them singing and a piano, and it is just so good. They're really talented. I remember hearing them a while back. They they uh, they've played Download a couple of times. They play Glastonbury almost every year. They've uh, they opened for Limp Bizkit 
uh, one year at Sonosphere, I think. They sort of came in on did a ver- their version of Rolling. Oh, amazing. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I remember I went to go see them at Danover. They clashed with another band I really wanted to see, so I ended up missing them, but I remember them being there. They they do clash with all, an awful lot of good bands. I think it was Steel Panther a couple of years back, around the same time as Probably them. who it was then, yeah. Yeah. And they've they've toured with Steel Panther. <laughs> oh, that's pretty that's pretty awesome, isn't it, really? I love I love going to Download Festival as well. So it's quite cool because we're all but it sounds like we're definitely all metal heads here. So yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean I do like an um, I do like a few other sort of subgenres and things like that, but uh yeah, it's uh metal most of the time. Yeah, my music taste yeah. is very eclectic, but sometimes it's easy to just say rock and metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like um although some once before in a sort of job interview, I um you know, somebody and somebody happened to ask me, I think it was because I was going to download festival and I had to sort of say that I had holiday books and things like that. So I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like rock music. You know, I was like, I don't really want to say in an interview. Yeah. I love heavy metal. I love worshiping the devil, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I thought, mm, it's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> so yes, I chickened out. I feel like I betrayed my, uh, betrayed my roots though. <laughs> Well, somebody's got to betray the roots, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my third artist is um, a band called Bad Wolves. Have you ever heard of them? No, no, no. Not heard them, no. No? Okay. Well, they, they come from America, and they basically... The, the way that I was introduced to them was that they they did a cover of um, Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's it's like Dolores Aurelian's come back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, well, she was actually because it was before the um, before she actually passed away. So she was actually in the video, and she was um, a gold person. Um, is it anyway? But it was like a rock and roll. Well, not rock and roll. It was a heavy metal version of Zombie, and it is really good. And um, basically, when they found out that. Um, is it Dolores, isn't it, for the lead singer? Yeah. Yeah, when she passed away, they actually donated all of the proceeds of the money that they made from that single to her sort of friends and family and, like, her charity and things like that, which I thought was really lovely. But also, it was just the fact that, you know, like, also with their with their music as well as a separate thing, you know, they are really, really good. They're kind of a bit like Five Finger Death Punch kind of ish in sound I don't, I don't mind a bit of five finger death punch no i like them i like the lead singer's voice definitely mm. dude so i that- do love that like you hear a cover song randomly and you're like i'm gonna go down the rabbit hole on this one let's see what their actual stuff is like and it is really yeah. good and you're like this is a great band what a discovery yeah absolutely and that is how i kind of like to i like you know discussing music and like kind of finding out about new bands and things like that but i love it like you just said when you sort of stumble upon something and you almost trip and fall into it, you know? And yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it is a lot of fun doing it that way, I think. <laughs> Sorry, what? I didn't mean to sigh at the end there. These two. If I can just do a little shameless plug, uh, I've recently started writing for a rock website, all about the rock.co.uk. Ah, awesome. And yes, uh, just, just doing sort of album reviews and interviews with people and that. And there's two bands that I've reviewed this year that I'd never heard of before, and I think are fantastic. One of them is a a Brazilian rock metal band called Vikram, V-I-K-R-A-M. Okay. So definitely check them out. 
And one is a Finnish all-girl band called the Barbecue Barbies. Oh, that sounds and fun. <laughs> they they just they just sound fantastic. And I'd never heard of either band beforehand, but I got their album and second listen, I was I was a fan. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I think you're going to have to send me um, these written down so that I can investigate. Oh, yes, no problem. <laughs> yeah, because I will – well, I won't forget because obviously um, I will be listening. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, yes, I, I do have a tendency. But, yeah, it's quite nice because, like, obviously I range between, like, podcasts and music in the car. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's always fun. I love the process of just speaking to people – who've got a different take on music and, and finding out what they like. Yeah. Then going and listening to myself and thinking, shit, they were right. <laughs> this yep. is brilliant. You know, I, I love that that whole approach to music and having mates who've got really wide tastes of music is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the other thing is, it's, you know, it's like you almost like can secretly judge them if you really think it's crap as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very, uh, very in-depth look into your psyche there, Gemma. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> no, it, well, just everyone's got different tastes, haven't they? But yeah, I'm always open to toys. I was going to say open to new experiences, but you know... <laughs> I could be careful how I say things. <laughs> I say things in such innocence and then it just comes out the wrong way. <laughs> oh dear, you can't take the dirty out of the girl. Um <laughs> Moving on. Jamie, what's your number two? <laughs> um, well, my number two. Um they're they're quite in the news at the moment because they're a bit they've decided to uh, tear up a contract where they said they were never going to play together again and then because money 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 they are now so that's Motley Crue. Oh, Motley Crue <laughs> I, going back together are they? Yeah, they dis- they did a contract in I think it was 2014 saying we're never going to tour again. This is us done now and then they released The Dirt which is incredible on Netflix. And now they've gone, oh, do you know what? All these people want to see us play live. Let's get back together. I was like, really? Yeah, it's, I it's, love you dearly, but... It's just because that film is so good. Yeah. I don't like Motley Crue at all. I think they're shit. I, I never got into that hair metal bullshit of the late 80s, early 90s. But but in, in was it In the Dirt, Into the Dirt, whatever it's called, is, is such a stupendously good It's an rock incredible film. film, it's, yeah. film. It's, it, it's like Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. It's, it's the modern version of that. The only thing that annoys me about that film is the end, because it's just, they miss out so much. Yeah. Where Where is this film? Because I've not heard about it, so. It's, it's on Netflix, yeah. Ah, oh, I need Amazing. to investigate in that now. Have you heard of the musician Machine Gun Kelly? No. I, do you know what? That, that rings a bell, but I can't. I can't think. I'm going to have to Google it, but you tell tell us about it. And He's like a rapper, but he plays Tommy Lee in it, and mm. he is Tommy Lee. It's quite scary. Yeah. <laughs> it is really quite scary how much like Tommy Lee he is. But, yeah, I, I saw him in 2015, I think was the last time I saw him, was 2016, and I love I love this band. I love Vince Neil. Vince Neil's solo record is one of my favourite albums of all time. But by God, they, he just needs to stop. Yeah. <laughs> he can't sing anymore. So That's it, isn't it? It's like, you know, like um, I used to, well, I kind of still do, but I've got, you know, fond fondness for uh, like meatloaf and things like that. But God, if you could hear him sing now, his voice has completely gone to shot. You know, all the shit, really. So. Yeah, no, I'm not going to insult the guy. It happens with everything. He's been singing yeah. for that 
50 years, it's going to happen, but you need to know when to say stop. Exactly. Well, the, the, the same thing happens now with uh, Dave Coverdale from Whitesnake. Oh, really? He's, he's touring again next year, and I, I, I saw him download a few years back, and he was miming. He, he couldn't sing. Aww. And it's, it's like, I'm sorry, mate, just just give it up. You know, you've been in the industry for 40, 50 years. Yeah. Oh, have yeah. A rest. Just accept, you know. He's got to have all the money now, surely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Like, even if he's had a crazy drug-filled life, you know, he's still got to have quite a good <laughs> nest egg still behind him, I imagine, at this point. He is not short of a bob or two, that's for certain. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Quite happy for you to at least lend me a tenner, let's put it that way. <laughs> I think I'd probably ask for a bit more than a tenner, but yeah. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, Motley Crue. I I am a fan of Motley Crue as well. But um, yeah, when I I saw their well, what was then their last tour, and watching like Tommy Lee going through the audience on a like roller coaster playing the drums. I don't know if that happened at the show that you saw. Not I saw the last time I saw them was at a festival, so no. But I've seen clips. Okay. Like yeah, and it was literally like this roller coaster up in the ceiling kind of thing he was literally going up and down you know like literally as a roller coaster does but obviously very slowly yeah <laughs> but he was still playing the drums the whole way through you know and i thought it was really impressive actually but him and nikki are still on top form yeah they're absolutely amazing but vince sorry mate call it quits now yeah uh, <laughs> mick 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 mars has been injured since before he even started with motley crew he's got like a spinal problem so the fact they're dragging him back out again, I'm like, let the man rest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he should join Spinal Tap. <laughs> Literally, when I saw him, I was just I, I went with my mate and I was just looking at Mick Mars and I kept looking at him and I was like, ow, ow, my back. Can I get yeah. off the stage now? Ow, because he just stood there haunched over playing and I'm like, come on, let him have some rest, will you? Yeah, <laughs> don't drag him back out. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. <laughs> but I'm going to see Motley Crue's other singer next month, so that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Who's that then? John Karabi. They did one album with him. Oh, okay. And he's doing like a solo acoustic tour and I'm going to that. So that's going to be amazing. Awesome. I hope you have lots of fun at that. Oh, I shall. Yes. Lots of drinking too. <laughs> and Owen, your number two? Uh, my number two is everybody's favourite German industrial metal band, Rammstein. Oh. Hey. <laughs> the Nazi band, Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> The new album does not get enough credit. I love the new album. It is incredible. I absolutely love it. I think it's the best thing they've ever done. So, some of the songs on that new album are just mind-blowingly brilliant, in my opinion. Yeah. I find myself quite often just walking down the road going, Ruddy. <laughs> <laughs> the band are, are more than just their music. They, they've got a whole ethos to everything behind them. So they're, they're live shows. Hopefully you've both seen them live. I haven't, unfortunately. Uh, there's fire and fireworks. And I saw them about six years ago and they had doll's heads that had lasers in their eyes. And just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've heard that it's an amazing show performance because um, I was going to go and see them at Sonosphere. And unfortunately, I really couldn't make it. Um, it was due to, I don't know, money or something like that, I think at the time. But yeah, I had to, I had to sell my ticket, but I was absolutely devastated. It was either that or Sonosphere got cancelled. It was one of the two, you know, that they are definitely on my bucket list of bands I want to see live. Yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to say I've got tickets to go to their Cardiff gig next year. Oh, have you got a spare? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> so rude. It's rude. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I bought six. <laughs> We've known each other an hour now, Owen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, I'll just tell my brother and his fiance they can't go. That's fine. Well, I mean, one of them can. <laughs> I'm only one person. <laughs> I don't want to go too. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. I'll get them on the black market. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also known as eBay. £750. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Be careful on eBay. I've been screwed on eBay a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I bought tickets for the Reading Festival about a decade ago, and they just never turned up. Oh. And eBay said, oh, no, you bought them too long ago. You're not going to have any money back. And I, I was down about 500 quid. Ow. Oh. So that hurt. Yeah, that... A lot. That is not good at all. Um, but yeah, I am usually quite wary of uh, eBay, especially with tickets and things like that. But, you know, it's also more the fact that people are there and they're selling them, you know, like... Ticket costs three hundred pound. Uh, sorry, co- ticket costs thirty pound, and they're trying to sell it for you know three hundred <laughs> because it's yeah. sold out. And it's like, no, I'm not going to give you a hundred percent more. <laughs> I've never understood ticket scalpers. Why would you go to a gig if you don't have a ticket? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to buy a ticket. I already brought one on the website yeah. before I came in because I'm not going to leave the house without a ticket. Yet. Yeah. Although, the, the, oh, sorry, gone. No, I was just going to say the, the only tickets I've ever sold are ones that I couldn't go to myself. Yeah. You know. And I, I don't try and profit from them dramatically. Maybe a couple of quid here or there, but you know. Even then, you sell them online. You don't stand outside the gig that you were going to originally go to and try and plug yeah, them yeah. in the queue. But do you know what? I've got a story that actually it works out in my favour. That one of the touts was outside of a um, again. It was well, not again, but it was Nine Inch Nails that I'd gone to see, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm normally really fantastic in the crowd, but they where I was stood the crowd really surged forward and for some reason all of a sudden I just started having a panic attack and I needed to get out and it that's you know completely unlike me because I usually am jumping around with everybody so basically what I did was I went out of the front of the building and then when I'd calmed down I then tried to get back in and the guy turned around to me and was like no you can't come back in because it was a no entry you know after you've been in already it was no entry um re-entry sort of thing so i was like oh my god what am i gonna do you know i've got like an hour or so that i have to stand out here now and luckily one of the ticket tout guys was there and he actually just he said look here and he just gave me a ticket Um, i said i've literally i've got no money you know because that's you know he obviously approached because he heard and he said no that's fine you just take it you know, so I could actually get back in and enjoy myself. But, you know, so that, that is a one absolutely rare occasion that that has sort of worked in my favour. But they also do get on my nerves as well. So, <laughs> but I do keep that guy in the back of my head, you know, at times. And I'm like, so I'm probably a little bit more polite to them because of that one guy, if you know what I mean. But yeah, he made my night. So what a very nice man. <laughs> Mr. Taupman. <laughs> Mr. Taupman. <laughs> be bad, bad, bad. <laughs> oh, Taup. Do you remember that? Remember what? Taupt. No. It was like a social media thing. It was a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. No, I don't remember it. No. Okay. Don't know. Tangent. Edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't edit. Don't edit it at all. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> oh, you can edit that and move it around. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, my number two is still so is a really tricky one actually because I'm sort of torn really 
Um, oh, I'm going to have to make a decision. I might have to sit here for a second. Dip, dip, dog shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I'm about to do. Oh, I'm going to go for it. My number two is tall. You can't have tall for number two. Oh, okay. Then not then. They're number Because they're my number one. Okay. So my number <laughs> one is tall. <laughs> Does that mean I can't have them full stop? Because, <laughs> you know, do you know whose podcast this is? <laughs> I'm joking. On the bus oh, around sorry. these parts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No wonder James and Andy can't be here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number two then in that case is Rob Zombie. Hey. Yeah. I fucking love Rob Zombie. He's an amazing. He's my number amazing. four, so. Yeah. And uh yeah, I've just I've loved him from sort of day one. Um going to nightclub metal nightclubs and writing as drunk as possible, Dragula <laughs> you know <laughs> trying to trying to make it small writing, but actually it's the size of the actual paper and they they can't read it. But you know, it was uh you know, that I really liked him and to London and actually watched him perform and stage performance wise is amazing again amazing i've seen him twice yeah i th- i think i've seen him about twice or three times one of the two and he actually came out into the crowd and me and my friend are actually really close to him and we're like oh my god <laughs> i think we actually girlied out a little bit you know <laughs> which i guess we're allowed we are girls but we are normally pretty cool and do funny little dances because, like, he- ev- you know, everyone's sort of rocking out to heavy metal, you know, doing the usual head banging and kind of thing. Um, me and her are usually dancing like we're in a nightclub because <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> oh. I've, I've got to be honest, I, I don't get Rob Zombie at all. Okay, but that's all right. I don't know why people think he's good. Um, Because he is. <laughs> oh, in that case, <laughs> no. I just, I, I do. I, li- I like his uh, voice and his like persona, I guess, and everything like that. So, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen him twice. Both were quite a fun experience. The first time, he couldn't get the stage show into the building. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because the doors are too small, whatnot. He was like, "We planned this massive stage show. We can't do it because we can't fit it all in. So have some extra songs." I was like, "Okay, Mister Zombie, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine by me." And the second time was with the uh, Twins of Evil tour with Marilyn Manson. Yes, that was the one that I uh... I needed some Rob Zombie after that Marilyn Manson performance. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, someone else just needs that. to give it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Did he tour with? Um... Ozzy Osbourne as well. I think he did back in the day, yeah. Yeah, no. I don't know if he did over here. Oh, okay, because I thought that there was a recent thing that he... Recent in the last 10 years sort of thing. To be fair, it could have been. I barely remember yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't go to it if there was. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I remember, I remember Ozzy Osbourne being... Uh, uh, you know, going to see him, and I remember being like... Oh, oh maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of Marilyn Manson and... Uh, and uh, Rob Zombie. And I definitely was not there for Marilyn Manson. No. Uh, Ozzy and Rob Zombie toured in 2001, apparently. Ah, okay, cool. Something called the Merry Mayhem Tour. Yes, that was it. Yeah. Go- Google is my friend. He is. <laughs> Google is amazing. <laughs> I do think of Google as a man because he knows quite a lot. Because <laughs> he never shuts up. <laughs> well, that too. But yeah, I do find that, you know, like men type, it tend to restore more information about certain things and thus women kind of don't, you know, not not all the case, but I, I definitely notice it. So it's like you, you two were sort of giving the background of your first artist and I was just like, yeah, they're real good. 
<laughs> well, I was, I was expecting you to say they were like a Doctor Who cover band or something called the Bad Wolves. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be quite fun, though, from the Daleks. <laughs> oh, that's Gary Glitter again, though, isn't it? <laughs> he did a cover song of uh, Doctor Who. No, he did Doctor in the TARDIS. Is that what you're thinking of? Ah, uh, okay. From the 80s. That's not Gary Glitter, thankfully. Okay. I, I know, I'm, no, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> Doctor Who. Hey, Doctor that's Who. That's the one. <laughs> Don't worry. If ever there needs to be singing. <laughs> I'm here all night, lads. <laughs> Can't say anything there. I think I've sang about three times on this one alone. Yeah. I love singing. I don't care. <laughs> oh, I do. I can't do it for shit, but I enjoy it. <laughs> so, Jamie, you're number one. My number uno. Um, my favourite band in the whole wide world. I've been a fan since I was two. Okay. My mom has recollections of showing me videos of them, and I've been obsessed since I was two years old. And they've, I've, they are on their last ever tour now. It is actually their last ever tour. And that's Kiss. Ah, okay. I get a lot of stick for being a massive Kiss fan, but... <laughs> that's fair enough. As you should. As you should. But no, I absolutely love them. Yeah. They're my favourite ever. Have you ever dressed up in the Kiss Army makeup? Oh, yes. Yep. Two or three times. Yeah, yeah. Ah, awesome. <laughs> Which one do you dress up as? Um, It's a bit hard now, because I've got a beard. But back in the day, I've done Peter Chris, the drummer... Um, I've done Paul Stanley before, and I've done The Demon before. I've done three of them. I've done three out of the four. Yeah. Well, I think you need to shave your beard off and then do the fourth. No, I can't shave my beard off. I look like a nine-year-old girl without a beard. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I, I, I have to confess, I, I have done the Kiss makeup as well. Yeah. I, I was I was Peter Chris. It, that was at Download. God, that must be years ago. I think it was 2009 when they were there. Yeah, they, they, they headlined Friday night. Yeah. Unfortunately, Lost Profits headlined the Sunday night, but we won't go there because... Oh, no. Yeah. But Ace, Ace Freely was there as well the same night, the day after, I think. Yeah, he was the day after. Yeah. And Ace, Ace Freely was better, in my opinion. Ace was brilliant that day. The only thing that annoyed me is he did most Kiss songs. I'm like, you have a great yeah. catalogue of solo stuff, play yes. your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, my confession is I'm not a massive Kiss fan, to be honest. Uh, I like I like their probably their popular songs, but I, uh, I wouldn't go out and buy them. So again, that's just my opinion on it. So they're special to me in a minute because my uh, my young daughter's got into them as well. Oh, how old is she? She's um eight. Eight. Ah, oh, cool. And she, we watched the Scooby Doo and Kiss film, oh. and she's obsessed with them now. I took her to see them at the start of the year. She's obsessed. She's <laughs> got just as bad as me now. So. <laughs> well, here's a tip for you, Jamie. Get on the uh, Kiss comics. Yes, she's already asked about them. I've got a big pile yeah. of Psycho Circus comics upstairs. I, uh, so I'm going to get them down I, for I, her. At, uh, at a Comic-Con earlier this year, I met a lady called Amy Chu, who drew did, did a lot of the artwork for the comics. That name rings a bell to me. I've, I've got two comics sat on my table right now that she signed for me. Both Kiss comics. Oh, nice. So you, you told me I should be ashamed of loving them, and you've got two Kiss comics, and you've worn Kiss makeup. I'm very complicated. <laughs> 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 it's basically like if I'm not actually doing it, then you know, like if you're if you're doing something different to what I'm doing, <laughs> <it's not cool. laughs> I, I I can appreciate what they've done, and they 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 they're very good at writing a catchy song, shall we say? But the, I, I they don't instill the love that I have for other bands. <laughs> like my my number one is Tool, and the the love I have for them is is. To my call, you know. Yeah. From from the first time I think I heard Schism was the first song of theirs I heard. 
which I, I know is quite late coming to the Tool Army, but... No, fair enough. Everything about them is just intricate and detailed and deep. And every time I listen to a song, I hear something different. It's absolutely incredible. And the new album, Fear Inoculum. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Just oh, brilliant. Yeah. It's like I get butterflies any time I know that a new Tool album is coming out because I know it's going to be amazing. And it's like the fact that they use thunder and lightning effects to make a song, you know? Yeah. Sometimes even the, you know, the intermission one that goes do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> I kind of did that off tune a little bit, but I love that. You know, it's so stupid. Like the Skype calls and music to me, but like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is. But um, yeah, I definitely didn't do it justice. But everything about them is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I think Numa, which is the second track off the new album, I think that is my favourite song in the last easy 20 years. Yeah, since since some of the early Pearl Jam stuff, which it was even longer ago, isn't it? When was when was ten released? Ninety one. So yeah, to twenty eight years. Yeah. I, I don't think I've I've feared anything that connects with me more than Numa does. It, it's it's brilliant. Uh, I absolutely love that band so much, but I have very graciously given that band to you, and I've taken it away <laughs> from myself. And my last but not least band is Opeth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's not many bands out there that you can have like a fifteen minute track is <laughs> just one song <laughs> you know <laughs> they are so impressive um and i just absolutely love them <laughs> i can't really say any more than that really but you know it's like blackwater i think it was blackwater park blackwater park yeah yeah that was the first album that i went into and um i remember hearing bleak for the first time and just thinking oh my god this is it's so fantastic yeah i absolutely love that band and i think they're wonderful and fantastic and very creative so Damn Nation is an, an absolute masterpiece of an album I yeah, could listen absolutely. to that album start to end over and over again yeah Michael Akerfeld's voice is just beautiful absolutely gorgeous <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I've seen them a couple of times at downloaders did an album with the singer from Porcupine Tree. Ah. People know it. They did, a, they did a collaboration on just them two called Storm Corrosion. Oh. And this people is how it all circles back round. Yeah, it's so good, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it start, yeah, you started with Porcupine Tree is your third one. I ended up with Opeth. And this people is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah, mic drop moment here. Well, on that note, I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I have been Jamie. And I've been Owen. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me again. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. The final announcement has been paid for by the Thor's Kin Podcast Network. Hey, you, man over there. I need to ask you a question. Okay, what do you want? I'm the previously guy from Superhero Bar Fight. My name's Jamie. Uh, what did you want to ask us? Are you bored? Um, why are you asking? Bored of the same old questions such as... If Batman fought Superman, who would win? That's a really random question, um, but you do have a good point. I'm a little bit bored of hearing that. If, if, if Wolverine fought Sabretooth, who, who would win? Well, I can't say I've put that much thought into it before, if I'm honest, Mr. Previously Guy. Well, wonder no more. Superhero bar fights with fights such as Austin Powers versus the Juggernaut and Lamp Preserve versus Mario. We have it all at Superhero Bar Fight, where you can have anyone fight anyone. Okay, that sounds incredible. Where can I find this? It sounds incredible. 
Superhero Bar Fight, part of the Thor's Kin Podcast Network. Oh, it's a podcast. That makes more sense now. You can get our podcasts wherever podcasts live. Well, that's awesome, Mr. Previously Guy. I know what I'll be doing in a moment. (laughs) 